I would just play that. I would just get it just to beat them and have their music coming out in the background. Yeah. And that's even, yo, I love that hearing like Griselda and like all the video games now. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, fuck. That's crazy. Right. Who would have Buffalo on the map? Yeah. But you said you're originally from Baltimore? So I was here and um, my mom and dad got a divorce which forced my mom to take us and move to Baltimore when I was seven. So it was like devastating. It was like middle of the night type shit. My mom, I woke up in the morning on a Saturday. All the shit was on the the front lawn. I'm like, what are we doing? She said, we leaving. And I'm like, what? She's, everything was on the front lawn. She was selling everything, couches, everything. Like I'm, and then Sunday we left. Like, So it was like sad. Like I've seen all my cousins for the last time. Like you talking about 30, 40 cousins. So I'm like, I'm coming back. So as soon as I got a chance to get myself together, old enough to, you know, I I think I'm ready to go out here and do it. I moved back, you know. By yourself? Yeah. I've been on my own since I was 17. Okay. So, um, you know, whatever it is, I just, I ain't never really had no roommate. I ain't really fit in like that. Yeah. I'm just a, you know, got to get it done, you know. I joined the Army at 17, so. You was in the military as well? Yeah, split option. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what year did you go in? 02. Okay. Yeah, so, so, you, I, you I, hit Iraq. Or you, no. No? I wasn't a non-deployable unit. My uncle and my, my grandfather was still enlisted, so they made sure. <laughs> non-deployable unit. Like, Dog, you lucky. Yeah. Yo, I went, I went, to, I went straight to Fort Hood. Right. Calf. That's why I love yo the Griselda. Like yo, that should be reminding me the of the logo. Calf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what like, yo, the calf. Why it always looks familiar. Yo, it definitely does. The calf, bro. That's why yo. Uh, thirty-one uniform, like networking specialist. Okay. Oh yeah, you would have had to go. Yeah. They, that's if, they, if they if they if you yeah. would have went to a deployable unit, you would have over. Yeah, that, and that's what they knew. They like he way too smart. I had a security clearance. For my second MOS, but I don't remember. I don't remember what the <coughs> MOS was though. But I would have been, you know. Yeah, but I was, you would have been S two. I would have been too. I was too young though to to use it because I was seventeen when I joined. So they wouldn't have let me. I would. I turned eighteen in basic. So I was getting my ass kicked. That was a big. Yeah, because there are some that you have to be. Yeah, twenty one to have top, like super top clearance yeah. and shit like that. You have to That's be a, a certain fact. age because they're gonna put I you believe, around I'm, things I'm, that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you gotta make decisions for the world at seventh day. Like, nah, he needs some more. Let's but like, I had friends that were like ops and shit like that, um, cyber communications, and yeah. they did all the right. They know how, they know how to hack. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fact. 
you just keep on learning. 31. Yeah, okay. Now I remember. 31 uniform, that's what, like, Perry and all my homeboys were in the S2. Yeah. Like, they were 31 uh, series because that's all. Right. Um, the same type of. Like, yeah, cyber ops and all that. Yeah. I was running networks and stuff, and I was nice, too. Yeah, yeah. Changing the, uh, doing the secret line yeah. and the, the green line and yeah, the red lines. Yeah. yeah. So after I. Uh, so you had to set all. I was S1. Uh, 42 Alpha Human Resources. Okay. So you, I did all the like, I was the mailman when we, so I deployed. You, I was just about to say that you bringing everybody, everything. Yeah, I got to <laughs> go to the mail and do all the mail. Huh? Why don't you explain what you're what talking about? What do you mean? Explain. Oh, 42 Alpha is a human resources yeah. and he's running the lines for like, um, he we have a secret line. So, I mean, I don't think they're going to fucking the army. Yeah, we don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I know they have a secret line so that, so that they, um, so that we can get information, seek, like, on right. a secure it's, line. It's a secure line, right? And then so, we have a non-secure line. Right. And there's a computer that's a secure computer and there's computers that are non-secure computers. Every time you leave Iraq, they mm -hmm. wipe your whole oh, computer, yeah. everything. They, uh, you take it to this man. They, I take all my computers to them. And then they clean it. And then the one yep. got the hard drive, they burn it, take everything out and put every new one in. Yep. And then I just <laughs> get the computers back and go back to work. That's so I, I had to do awards. I would do awards, uh, mail. I would have to go to different bases to drop off mail for different, um, units that were, cause we were spread out when I was yeah. in Iraq. Um, and. That's it. Yeah, man. That shit was fun to me. I like, <laughs> I, I honestly like deployment. It was like the freest you'll ever be from the world. It's like you actually understand how nomads and all of them live for a little bit. Yeah, that's like fact. you, you internet's down. You get, if we get bombed, they take the internet away from everything gets taken away from you. Right. Like you have no freedom. The like you basically in jail. But <laughs> not in jail. Without a TV. Yeah, you, in, yo, you in jail? At least but, jail, you got a TV. Yeah, well, I mean, yo, yo, if you, you might not have no TV out my, there. You gonna be in the sand? You outside? Yeah, yeah, you, you trench. No, we had TVs. Oh. The Iraqis sold us TVs. Okay, see, but so, you not gonna get them unless you. So you, they don't come with the, with the deal. Beat headphones. Yeah, I got them before anyone got them because <laughs> you got them. <clears throat> I don't want to say full, full, um, for them people, <laughs> full series of, um, ER, full series of like, <laughs> yeah, that's what you get mad discs. Yeah, know? yeah. You know, Yo. out there. And then, and then you taking your computer to this man after, after work hours <laughs> because you fucked your computer up watching those fucking movies. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they be fucking with them shits. That's a fact. Bro. Yo, but I had a MacBook. I was smart. Like, I was like, mm, get no viruses over here. <laughs> See, I, I ain't a Mac guy. I'm always Samsung to the death. I'm like, go against the green type. You know, everybody else doing it. Nah, I'm going to do the opposite. Huh? Nah, see, that was the thing. Like, when I, 2000. Oh, yeah, back then, you was the person going to iPhone. Because yeah. nobody yeah, was in I, iPhone. I, I didn't even have an iPhone. I only had the Mac the computers. Mac, oh, okay. Because I knew Mac computers were. And an iPod. I, uh, yeah, well, I, no, I just bought the computer. Yo, my first one yeah. got hit with shrapnel. And oh. in the back, it fucking um, was dented. Oh, shit. And nothing happened to the computer. Oh, that would have been so tough. So then it was like. You still got, that would have been a tough nah, story. Nah, someone spilled beer all over my, no, that was second deployment. Someone spilled beer all over my laptop. 
So at a birthday party no. after I got a DeAndre. <laughs> so it took scrap though, but you lost it to yeah. beer. Because remember, they had the, the hard ass fucking metal in like 2008. That's a fact. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Them hit things this was shit? heavy duty. But they it was also like had to go through sandbags and fucking shit to hit it. Oh, so, so it was like, at the end of the momentum. Yeah. So it just was like, yeah. <laughs> so and you probably momentum, just had a piece of scrap. It could have been rocks or some shit, but like, yo, whatever hit that shit, it hit it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. This shit still works, though, because <laughs> when them shits is coming in, them rocks is going fucking 50, 60 miles an hour after they yeah, hit. That's a, fact. a marble will kill you. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah, that's they what filling that. them up with marbles and, and jacks, fucking. Yeah. Oh, man, what? BBs, pieces of glass. Yo, I miss basic training, though. That shit was fun. That's where it was at. Yo. That's where just, it was at. I I went to I went to Fort Jackson. So. Yup, relaxing Jackson, baby. <laughs> that was the shit. Oh my god. But the Lord. summer, yo, there's summers because I had to do you. Did you have to do it? Was there AIT there? Not at. I had to come. I did split option, so I did basic and then went back and did my senior year oh. and then came back and did AIT. And you? Oh, because you were in Baltimore. Yeah. I got I, sworn into the White House. So when I got sworn in, I literally drove. We went to the White House. Like, oh, that's fine. I was here. Like. I'm like, oh, this is real. Like, they had you. That's how they get yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Like five of us, and you stand up there on that podium, and you got the two flags next to you. Like, nah, I did my shit in fucking Niagara like, Falls Air Base. Like, this is real. I'm ready to kill. I'm ready to yeah, look. Like, Yo, I'm killing everything. Sniper, baby. Like, Yo. Nah, that would have made me feel even more like, oh, yeah, let's go. Mind yo, yo, I got a question. Did y'all know what? Was, oh, you said you have family in the military, mm-hmm. right? Did you? Well, yeah. Plus, obviously. Yo, my mom and dad was, I was born in the basic. I was born on uh, Fort Bend and Army Base. My mom oh. and dad were both in the Army. Yeah. All so right. Was like, How'd they end up here? My dad's family here. He's a green. He's originally a green and a Daniel. So my grandma, she has 16 kids here. So she, my family here is huge. Like, okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of. Yeah, so he started here and then went yeah. to the military. Yeah, that's dope. all my family went to the military too. Like all his brothers. So you know what you knew what who was then. What who right? Like yeah, like yeah. who? Yeah, yo, when they started doing that, yo, yeah. I was sitting there like, you are, what the fuck are they saying? Right. Why does everyone know what the fuck they're saying? Well, Forty already? rounds. Every branch has that. Yo, but I, I know, but bro, I my uncle was in the military and his wife, and I was just like. I don't want to go to college. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to work a fucking regular job. I was in trouble. I was in trouble. Yo, I felt like I felt like it was either That's what got me into the army. I I was in trouble in Baltimore. I just I felt like I was either going to I was gonna wilding be, out. <laughs> I was either going to be something stupid in Buffalo, living in Buffalo. Come on. Yeah. Something stupid is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Which all my friends after we got I left <coughs> started going to jail and doing dumb stuff. Getting in drugs yeah. and Getting in Having trouble. 300 babies. Yo, and, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, yo, what, what am I going to do? I'm like, yo, f-. my mom put a for rent sign on the wall. Yeah. Um, in her fiance's house and was like, you either got, you're either going to pay rent. Go to, you're going to pay rent. <laughs> yeah. Or go to college or, or get a job. Yeah. No, nah, she ain't, she ain't know. So I'm at school one day. I'm just like, I'm gonna go sign up for the army after this. <laughs> you didn't even talk to a recruiter before then, like nothing. 
Bro, nothing. Oh, nah. Like, yo, there so was a recruiter. The recruiter, shout out Terry Flood. Yo, Terry Flood came to my school. Yeah. And I remember this dude, Billy, I think it was Billy Johnson in my um my senior class. Um, and he was like saying, like, he broke his shoe that day playing around. Like he was mad as fuck. I can remember this shit. His whole soul call came on. He was mad as fuck. He threw the shoe, the um shit down. Yeah. He fucking was mad. He was like, yo, I'm taking going back to this fucking A-Rap store after the, yo, excuse me, I'm it's not offensive. Like, like he was like, I'm taking this shit back to them. Yeah. Like, and then was like flipping out. Yeah. And I'm like, just sitting there, and then the the they were like, Oh, we got recruiters coming in. I'm like, they come in, they talking. I'm ignoring everything they're saying. Right. Cause my whole school year, the whole time I'm in school, I'm laughing at the JROTC people. Right. I'm fucking like, Making yo, I would never that. go to the army. Yeah. This shit is stupid. Why the fuck would you join the army? And I was like sitting and they were talking. I paid no mind. Weeks went by, weeks went by, forgot all about them. Um, I went, I met this, uh, other recruiter when I went there and I was just like, I want to sign up. I was like, don't say, I don't want nothing. Um, I don't care what you got to do. Just get me in. He's like, do you do drugs? Nope. Because I quit smoking like months ago before that. I was just like, y'all, I just got to do something. And we like back then I was not a like pothead like I am now. Cause now it's like, yo, I need this shit. PTSD is real. That's a fact. Um, that's a fact. But it's like, I was like, yo, I'm going to just, um, I just want to join. I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I was like, it's either going to be like, look at Buffalo. It's either going to be, yeah. I'm the either going to be dead yeah. in jail or on drugs. And you get a chance to just meet other people yeah. with different walks of life. That's the, so now you're people vision. who never met people who are black, yeah. Hispanic. Like yeah. I met people who like different countries, like people coming from fucking, Uganda, yeah. like, and they. So I met other white people in boot camp that I didn't know existed, like types of. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy different. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. That's not even counting all the other cultures. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, yo, it was like a melting pot <laughs> of fucking greatness. Because and everybody was like, "Yeah, I die for you, bro." Yeah. Like, that's the, you like. Oh, this is this is real. Like this yeah. is. <laughs> You in the trenches with these moms. You going you going to clubs and yeah. you get into fights and it's like you just say you just like my <laughs> mine was Mustangs and yo, you'd see all these people boom. Yeah, that's a fight. Yo, you'd see all these people just like, yo, as soon as one of us get into a fight, it's just like boom. It's over. And then if it was like civilians versus the the military sometimes, yeah. because the they younger ha- kids hated the fucking because we getting all of the women that come in the bar. So you come in the bar heavy with all your, you know, and the women love it. My homie got a fucking then you got the- bottle on his fucking forehead still. Circle his forehead. Diaz got that shit. Yo, Mexican cartel kids. Um, we went to Laredo. Yeah. And we were just chilling at my friend Freddie's fucking um, house. Then we went out. We got yeah. the VIP section. Like, I've never been to a fucking border town in my life. Oh, nah, bro. And he's from there, and he was like, he was like, yo, we need to chill. Like, and I'm, I'm chilling. Everyone else is starting to wild, like, yeah. getting louder. Then it was like, 
a whole, like, this whole crowd over here just staring at us because all the girls are in the VIP section That's with us. That's and they're look, all you, mad. Like, why are you mad? Because you're taking them. You know like, what What the fuck is going look. on now? And I see them getting mad and we're leaving and they're talking shit to all of us and they're talking shit. And all of a sudden, bink, my homeboy gets the fucking top of the bottle <laughs> oh to his my head. God. Like, the, where, the, the circle, circle part I'm with like, the bridges. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna, uh, yo, uh, Diaz, I'm gonna use a photo from your Facebook and put it up on here, just so you know, right now. Right here. Uh, for? I hope you got that picture. Still on got fucking, it. Yo, I hope no, it's still on no. Facebook. No. Yo, <laughs> but my homeboy Freddie was like, "Yo, we need to chill, like because yeah. they're getting in the trucks that are like the big boy trucks that are looking fucking dope. Like we got nice cars, yeah. but they getting into shit to that we can't fucking, shit. we can't afford." Yeah. And they're they're just like, yo, get into the car. I'm f- starting to freak out because my homeboy fucking is gushing blood. <laughs> yeah. And I'm ready to fight. And they're like, nah, nah, nah we not fighting. We lost Fuck. this one. <laughs> yeah, we taking, we we taking t- this loss <laughs> right now. One, right, otherwise we're going to be missing. Like, yeah, and I'm all so the girls fat. are like, no, no, no. Y'all coming with us. Let's go, leave, leave. Yeah. Yo, so we all, all jump in the cars and pull off and get to like, Five gas stations down the road. Yeah, because you don't want to stop yeah. at the first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah. And then they fucking check on everyone. Be like, yo, you good? And then this man had to drive off because we were out of fucking range. Oh. Fort Hood is five hours from Laredo. You got a 200-mile radius or something? Yeah. That's way over so you 200. Were, right. Way yeah. over. So you, ooh, you yeah. had to come. Oh, so, so you nah, had nah, to do He the had to drive all the way back. To get to the like an area that yeah. was not um in in the two hundred yeah, yeah, get yeah. into the two hundred mile get back range, into the same and then go to a hospital right right because if he didn't <laughs> like, it would have been why were you off the base anyway why were you why were you not um you didn't get a pass to go um anywhere oh, right you That's don't got a pass you don't got you know not leave yeah. nothing That's like a that thing. so you fuck. I was like, yo, damn. I'm like, all right, bro. You got to take that drive. Look, right? <laughs> Are you going to have to make that drive? I guess lost. so, sir. You were no, like, I'm feeling weak. <laughs> but we got to get you here to the hospital. Yeah, so we can't stop. <laughs> um, strong. I think it was Adrian took him to the hospital. Adrian and someone else took him to the hospital. And me and fucking Contreras stood with the ladies. <laughs> I wasn't leaving, bro. <laughs> right. Nah, no, that's your. You gonna make me leave some fine ass Mexican women? Cause you got hit with the bottle. Cause you got you wanted to be, be tough guy first. You could have just no, put no, a, no, sir. Put a bandage over there. You just had the rest of the fun for the night. Look, where you that shit tomorrow? Yo, that shit was wild. We woke up to the best fucking cooked meal though I ever had in my life. Because yo, his mom's gonna be your last meal. Yo, his mom's was yo threw down. We had. Yo, because that's when I learned that they don't eat like we eat for breakfast. They have beans and tortillas and all. Yeah, they eating the whole meal for breakfast. Yeah, and I was like, (laughs) yo, so Americans only eat like this, huh? Because you go to Germany, nah, they don't eat like that. You go to Iraq, nah, they don't eat like that. Nope. They will eat it. They looking at us like, because in Iraq, they serving us. Yeah. And they just looking at us like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right. But then they have regular food for other people to eat. Because this ain't lamb. This ain't no uh, chicken in the morning and rice. Yeah. 
<laughs> that shit is fire though in the morning. I like dinner for breakfast. Sometimes, sometimes it's too heavy. Yeah, yeah. Then you be, you know, hey, I'm just gonna sit here and relax. <laughs> Had mad stuff to do, and then before you know it, you just sleeping. It's ten o'clock in the morning. You, you just had like a turkey dinner and shit. <laughs> steak, even steak and eggs sometimes be be too heavy in the morning, like to get you going. I'm like, you know, just <coughs> let me get a green tea. Otherwise, I ain't painting at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here and watch the Avengers for the thousandth time and and doze off. <laughs> Let's go get one of those uh, fruit shakes and shit. No, oh, yeah, protein shake in the morning. Yeah, I like green tea, no sugar in the morning. That just get me going. I'm ready. I'm like, all right, let's go. I don't know what it is. That shit. I ain't never had a cup of coffee my whole life, so I don't. It just smell like dirt water. As soon as it start brewing, they like, like hot dirt water. <laughs> like, like, I'm not drinking that. My tea smell good. Let me get that tea over there. With that Folgers, dirt. even even that Folgers be hitting mm-hmm. like hot. You smell. Wait till you start watch. Next time you see some coffee, you gonna smell it. You gonna be like. I should have never listened to this dude because now I'm smelling. It do dirt. look like like it look like it. <laughs> like mud butt. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah, it do look like mud butt. Especially when it comes out like <laughs> like nah. Mm-mm. I'm good. Give me a tea bag and some hot water. Keep it funky. Yeah, yeah. I do like tea. I like that chai tea. Yeah, you know that chai is just another word for tea. So, you- so it's just tea tea. I'm just drinking tea tea. <laughs> yeah, I learned that on Spider Man. <laughs> now, y'all fucking getting me Tim Hortons and Starbucks. All you fucking, you giving me tea tea? You giving me the tea tea? You just giving me the titty? With the, with the lemon. Give me the tea tea with the lemon. <laughs> Don't look at you like you're fucking. <laughs> you ever see that dude on TikTok that asked for like all the secret menu options all the time? I don't be thinking that should be real. It'd be like extra bur it'd be like a big back with chicken nuggets on it or something. You'd be like, Hi. Yeah, exactly. It was like the land, air, and sea. <laughs> yeah, they got like, they got surfing turf at McDonald's. Yeah, but you gotta ask for it though. Like, come on, bro. Like whole secret menu. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I do not see this. Like, I know, like, there's, like, a McGangbang. I think, I, yeah, <laughs> McGangbang, yeah. I know you can get that. It's a whole bunch of them, though. It's, like, you're like, what do they do? But sometimes they, yo, know, some people get it's, offended when you ask for that. They be like. Remember the thought box? You should be like, yo, can I get the thought box? And, and like, they would know what you're asking for. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he about to go, you know, he about to go see this girl, and she must got some kids. So you didn't grab the thought box, so you come in looking like a superhero. Nineteen <laughs> You got the big. Oh my god, he You're got the such big, a sweetheart. I said, "Oh, my kids are gonna love you." Oh, I know. Cause I'm about to drink all their Capri Suns, eat all their fucking <laughs> snacks. snacks. Be opening them real slow. <clears throat> you got cosmic brownies in this bitch, girl. <laughs> Not no more. Like, yeah, let me get a couple of them brownies, you know. Kids be looking at you with the with the crazy face, like, what is he doing over there? Like, yeah, you about to go to sleep. No, nigga, I'm going to eat all your food. They be looking at you like. I mean, I just seen a Hot Pocket that had, like, it was like a buffalo chicken Hot Pocket. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, let me try it. It was all right. The crusted ones? Yeah. Like, but now they got a crazy buffalo chicken stuff. 
that joint was crazy. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your background and uh, mm-hmm. how you started? Even like what part of art got your attention? Painting or drawing? So I always did art, you know, drawing, painting, sculpting. Like I just always was creative. You know, I was I would figure out a way to use the things like I even when I was younger, I would make record players. And, like I learned how to work the needle <laughs> to make a record player. Like, you know what I'm saying? You hook a needle to a, a piece of paper, turn it into a horn. You go around the record. You can hear the record. Like, so once you know the concept, then you learn. I, the next thing I learned was like red and black wires for like speakers and the, the yellow, red and white cables, what all that was. But now I can make my own, you know, stereo system. I would, people throw away stuff on the side of the road. I'll go get it. And now I got 10 speakers hooked up to my little stereo. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I used to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, so yes, it's just sir. always been creative. Um, so art, art really happened because of COVID and I like, I was losing it. I lost it. And, um, I had tried to commit suicide. And in May the 25th, so three years, and um, I had to find something to do, man. Like I couldn't, I wasn't, wasn't nothing making me happy no more. So I had to, you know, just find something to just take my mind away from everything that I was going through at that time, you know, which was a divorce. And, and I don't know how you felt about COVID, but... Like, I thought we was about to have, like, an apocalypse. Like, it's the end of the world. I didn't call my mom. I didn't got 100 MREs mail here. Like, yeah, I'm cleaning my guns every day. Like, this shit about to get real. Like, my buddy, he's still, he was, he's still enlisted right now. We joined Battle Buddy. So when all this happened, I'm telling him, like, yo, you want to move here, bro? Like, like, my mind was telling me, like, it was about to be the end of the world. Like, yeah. And then I had a wife that was stepping outside. You know what I'm saying? She, you know, so. After a while, I just lost it and I started doing art. And, uh, somebody was like, man, I'll buy that Kobe Bryant painting for, you know, a hundred bucks. I'm like, sold, you know? And then when I sold that one, by the end of that post, it was like four people in there. Like, if you do another one, I'll buy it too. I'm like, 175. So by the end of that post, I was already at 250. Like, that last, I painted Kobe Bryant four times and that last one was sold for 250. So I was like, Oh man, like this can really be a business, you know? So then I just started painting and, and people start, you know, following me and they followed me through everything that I was going through. So all the posts about it being dark and I ain't want to be here no more. They was there. So they started just seeing like, man, this, and he going through it. And I was using, like, Facebook as, like, my therapist. You know, even though I had a therapist, Facebook was, like, the encouragement. Like, because all my friends from Baltimore that I couldn't see. And we, now we locked in this house. My family, I can't see. You know, shit wasn't right at home. So I had a whole network of people that, you know, I could talk about what I was going through. And that just felt like they was there for me. So I just continued to paint, continue to put my story out there and let people know, like, man, I know it's other people out there that's feeling like this, man, especially other guys 
Like, we take on all this stuff and we don't got nobody to talk to. Facts. You know, and so a lot of times you be going through so much stuff, but you be so isolated. You don't think you got a friend in the world when you do. And we don't, a lot of times we got this saying that we say, like, you don't under, like, it's like a general statement. Everyone says, like, you don't understand. Like, people leave with that. Like, you would never understand. And really, people do understand. Like, we didn't, we all go through the same thing just in different times of our life. So, we're in different forms, too. Right. So, you might not have lost your mom, but you can emphasize, 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 because you lost something else or, but you start knowing, like, you start having these relationships with these people, like, I seen what you went through, and I might not have went through that, but I'm dark, I'm, I'm feeling dark in this way. And it's like, yeah, we all going through the same thing. We just, we always isolate ourselves, especially as men, like, it's, nah, nigga, you don't know what I'm going through, like, but we do. We most likely didn't have no father around, or they weren't the best example of a father, you know? And then we just tried to pick it up and do what we could do with what we had. And then we probably was a little bit broken because our mothers was broken. You know, you watch the single mother have to take on the, the, the slack of what a man's supposed to be doing. And then like she either not around because she working two and three jobs or like she on welfare, like keep it a buck, you know. So then like that's your what you seeing, like So you. You grow up to, all right, I'm going to be better and I'm going to do better, but that's a lot. You don't, and we don't, as men, we don't never clear our burdens. So everything that we went through when we was little, we still going through it as a, a grown man. That little boy is still inside of you. Like your father wasn't there. That feeling, you had that feeling with your children. So now you doing more or you overexerting yourself to the point where you feel like you can't stop. And then if something does happen, it rocks you off your rocker. And now you fucked up. You didn't see it coming. You was putting together your family, trying to do the best you could. And, you know, every man, everybody different, like what your breaking point is. But mine was, you know, I just, I never thought she would, she would have stepped out like that. You know, I just didn't see it, you know. So it just caught me off guard. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm done with this shit, man. I'm checking out. I done been through everything in the world. And you know, I didn't, man, my cousin was murdered out here right in front of me. My baby died in my arms. Like, there was a lot of stuff going on. And like, that was like the last straw. So going to therapy, I started doing art. And then I just started putting it into it. And then putting it back into the community. Like, you know, if you need me to be around, I'll be around. You got... Whatever you got working for your, you know, you might be like a, you know, you might do a podcast or you might, whatever you're doing, I'm there. If you need help, you know, I'm outside. You need some, you know, help. I talk to these kids. I go to the school sometimes. I do like painting steps for the kids at the school and kids show it too. So it's like a, especially when you get them painting and just get them talking, they'll just, they'll start going through their own therapy right there and they'll tell you what they're going on, what's going on in the household. They'll tell you, like, just from normal conversations, you might say you want to bring this piece home, and they'll be like, no, because my mama. And they'll start, if you unwrap it a little bit, they'll start telling you. And you'll be like, it's okay, you know. And you could tell them the same things you wish somebody would have told you 
when you was that age. Like, your mom might not be there, but she working her ass off right now to make sure you good. So don't think that you alone because she working hard for you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes people need that, you know? Right. So It's crazy because, like, so, like, before, it was right before COVID hit, I got left by my wife in Texas. I was in tech. I moved to Texas to go be closer to my child. Um, my, his mom, straight bitch, but it's still his mom. But, um, like he don't even want to talk to me. Nothing, nothing to do with me. And I was there like trying. My ex-wife left, came back here. And then I was in Texas for like nine months. Oops. Just like you saying, like, because I had no way, like, I had a vehicle, then it got repoed because it yeah. wasn't getting the bill, it couldn't pay it. Yeah. I was paying $1,500 in rent, plus electric and everything. It was taking my whole disability check from yeah. the military. Yeah. And then I started school. They started paying me for school, yeah. but that's only going to last right. for, like, a little bit of food because I'm already behind on bills. That's a fact. Um, so I was like, oh, fuck. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm sitting there. The only thing I had was a fucking dog. Like a dog. That's yeah. all. And I'm like sitting there one day and I'm like, yo, fuck this shit. Nobody's calling me. Nobody's checking <laughs> That's on how me. I feel too, Nobody's dude. fucking doing shit for me. Like I'm calling people. Nobody's mm. picking up the phone. Yeah. I'm calling my ex-wife. Not picking up. I'm like, Yo, can someone just talk to me? That's a like, ju- just listen to me and let me vent for five minutes. Don't even, you don't even have to agree with what the fuck I'm saying. Right. Just let it, let me get this shit like, out real quick. Like, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm alone. I got nothing. And they, and everybody think that you be doing good be the crazy part. Yeah. They're like, yo, because you gotta, you gotta fake it for them. That's you, because if you're not doing good, then yeah. they're like, oh, then you should go do this. Like, they're not looking at, they're not trying right. to figure out, like, that you're going through it, like, going through it. Like, right. where you're sitting there thinking, like, yo, I've been to Iraq and back. I've watched fucking people die. I've came back, yeah. seen people die fucking here, yeah. there. It's like, crazier when you, and then we didn't your homeboys the are fucking and, committing suicide. Man, like, lost more here. Like, yeah. It's like we need our help here. Like we like my my homeboys are literally just like offing themselves. Yeah. I have yeah. five of them yeah. sitting all bef- right as three. this is going on. Like they're fucking dead, yeah. and I'm like, yo, maybe maybe they did the right fucking thing and was like, yo, fuck this shit. What the fuck's the point of this shit? Yeah. Like there's That's no the like there's no adrenaline anymore. Like I don't like now. I'm getting it off of the podcast because I get. Anxiety is fuck before every yeah. podcast. It don't matter yeah. if you're fucking like I want to. Like I was telling you, I want to have my homeboy from the army on here. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have anxiety for. It's just because getting in front of a camera and doing yeah. the shit is not. I'm not. It's not me. I like to just be joking around with people off camera. Right. Like if you catch me on camera, joke joking around, cool. But like right. this is it, then I I feel like. I'm getting a little bit of that adrenaline, but it's not fully there. Like yeah. I started doing like, so I was about to off myself. I was just like, yo, everybody's about is 
they dying. They yeah, killing themselves. Right. My homeboy fucking my one homeboy bet is fucking overdosed. Yeah. Um, it's either one or the other. You going? Yeah. So it's, and then all these other <laughs> then uh, my best friend overdoses. Yeah. Like so, it's like yo. That's why I painted Mac. Miller. My my pops died um, while I was deployed to Iraq. Oh, my first deployment. That. So it's like, yo, that always eats Stuck me up. With, he wasn't there. My, um, and then, like, no offense to my sister. If she watches this, like, I understand where you were coming from. She was like, yo, you weren't there. Yeah. You didn't have to see him That's dead. And I was like, you think that I wouldn't want to have been there? Right. Like, right. you don't it's think that I wouldn't want to fucking yeah. have switched places with you and being the one that found him instead of you? That's a set, right. Like, I have plans for me and my pops to go fishing camping right. i was supposed to come two weeks um and then he, but he passed away so i had to go on vacate on leave two weeks early to go see my father dead right you family already coming here yo anyway. i'm coming home from this is mm-hmm. yo so this is shit that sticks with me that like is like i'm allowed to let it out here like right. other people don't fucking listen and it's good like because you brought it up brought and then you <laughs> you um talked about it so it's like yo i can talk about it like That's my so pop cool. like i had to go see my pop's dad right. my fucking family's fighting yeah. and being straight bitches death destroys the family like it just, they all yo i need to be in the front seat sit here like yo yeah. what do just sit the fuck down <laughs> right and I can't even get, like, I couldn't even get out anything. I had a whole thing written. Right. And couldn't get none of it out. And my, um, my fucking cousin read it. So I go back to Iraq, blah, blah, blah. So that stuck with me. And then I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yo, I want to, I'm about to off myself. Yeah. Fuck this shit. But then, yo, the dog. Just kept fucking like being close to you. Yeah. And then I would go to like the, I was going to go to the garage and hang myself in the garage. Oh my God. And the fucking dog. So took, you see what I'm saying? So you, the dog kept fucking taking the fucking, uh, tugging on the fucking rope and the fucking extension yeah, cord. That's crazy. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So I'm like, yo, all right. The dog found me on the train tracks, dude. Yo, that's wild. So yeah. the dog fucking kept, then brought me the leash. And kept making me take her, him for a walk. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. That's a sign I guess. And God. then yeah. my kids called. And all I right. was like, all right. They called. I like, got something to do. I'm all right. I got something I, to I, do. I got, I got <laughs> something. To, so I let that went. I get back here. And I'm just going through it still. Like, I was, it's still on my mind. It's always on my mind. Yeah. Like, I wake up with the thought of that shit. It don't never leave. But you, bro. I like, I'm like, yo, there's no, like, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. Like, I got kids that need to see me, like, prosper. I need to show my children what I didn't get to learn from my dad because yeah. he, he was disabled. Like, I learned a shit ton from my dad, but I just didn't notice until, right. Right. like, maybe five years ago that's like, a fact the little- I'm like yo holy <laughs> fuck I, like this man was a fucking genius yeah. and but um then I went into 
straight up just started blowing coke like a fucking oh madman. <laughs> bro, self-destruction, bro. I was like, yo, there's nothing Man. like so it was first. We gotta like, stop, fellas. We gotta stop it. So it's first like, yo, all right, I need to make money. Like, I'm cutting hair, but I'm not making money. Yeah. So I need to do something. Oh, I could do this. All these people are around me. I could do this. I see them all doing it. So I can give it to them. Right. Here y'all go. Oh, yo, where you get this from? Don't worry about it. Just do it. Oh, can you get yep, yep, all get day. You more and more. And then one day, it's like, hey, I think I could try that. You know what? It's free for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's mine. And I'm not I'm not cutting it. Like, I'm not doing, I'm not touching it. Right. I'm getting the best of it. I'm getting I'm getting straight off what I'm, what I'm, <laughs> right. and then giving it. No, yeah, that's a can fact. I get some of yours? No, you cannot. But I was just boom, like all day, and then I started noticing, like, damn, I'm not making no money. Damn, <laughs> I'm, I'm not selling to, nothing. I'm back to damn. <laughs> I'm broke and I fucking and I'm stressing again. And I need and I need blow. Now, I'm, I need it more and more. Now I'm broke, sad, and need blow. So then the, the one day I was just like blowing. I was like, oh, I want to try shrooms. I love shrooms. I <laughs> ate the shrooms. I love shrooms. I started to trip my balls off. I went to go do a line. And yo, the shrooms started talking shit to me. Like it started like, yo, bro, I felt like I had these headphones on. Like, yeah. like and I was into a world where like I can only hear myself. And it was like. Yo, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you're fucking disgusting. Why the fuck are you keep doing That's that? That's that walk. Every 15 minutes. You gotta minutes, have that walk with yourself. Like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You're going to be back to it in 15 more minutes. And then 15 minutes later. I never did it. And I'm like. I never did coke ever. what the fuck? I was scared. And then I went again to go do it. And it just kept going. I'm like. Yo, I'm about to take. I'm good. I'm about to take this podcast mad dark. <laughs> like. So <laughs> it's gonna be funny too though, but it's it's dark though. So my dad, he he left my mom like for a man. He got AIDS, he contracted HIV and shit when I was like seven. That's what split our split our family up. So my mom used to say, like, yeah, he just started smoking crack. Once he started smoking crack, like that destroyed the family. So I um so Talking to my mom all them years and realizing, like, nah, I don't ever want to do no drug that make me turn gay. So I used to think, like, my my rationality behind not doing it was, if I sniff this line, nigga, I'm going to be sucking dick. Hey, no, like, I cannot. Like, I felt like <laughs> as soon as I sniff this line, I'm gay. Like, like I'm going to sell my soul and be out here sucking dick. That's it. Because I, that's what I vision my, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, what make you leave a whole family? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was, he was married for 10 years. Y'all was both in the army. Y'all travel all over the world. What would make you just buy houses and, and then like, now nah, I'm throw it all away. And I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna be with a man. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. But he, you know, my dad was, he was molested and shit as a, as a kid. So that's a lot of shit to deal with, you know? Yeah, and then going to the military. Did he deploy ever? Yeah. yeah, see? He was a medic, too, so he's seen a lot of death. Him and my mom was both medics, but she ended up 
leaving being a, a field medic to be working in the hospitals and actually like helping the people in the hospital. And then she went on to working with babies. Like she wanted to deliver babies. So I was like, you know, but my dad, like he, you know, still, you know, still cool. He's still cool dad. He just, you know, he like what he like. He do, yeah, yeah. he do what he do. Like, you know, it's just, but that was like my biggest catalyst for, nah, we got to figure this out as men. And like, cause you keep wrapping shit around Fuck. your problems and you not getting to it. You know what I'm saying? So I make, and like you said, I really learned that you got to make people talk. You got to tell them, like, it's just the same as saying, how you doing? Like a handshake. Like, yeah. you say, how you doing? If that person says, how you doing? Then you really think, like, damn, you got to answer them. Like, it's like, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Like, you could just take the, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. And then walk off. That's all right. But if that person says, how you doing? You say good. And then you say, how you doing? Now you have an, you open them up. Now they have to answer. So when you tell someone about your story, now they like, damn, I, I wasn't going to tell him or I didn't have the thought to tell him, but now I can relate. Like, man, man, bro, thank you because I was never going to tell nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I get, I get at least five to 10 inboxes a day of people like, man, how you, man, how did you get through it or, what happens when you, you know, when you get dark, what do you do? Like, and I done had to talk people off the edge a couple of times, but yeah. like, it's, you know, it's real. Like, man, especially COVID just, I think COVID implanted it even more. Oh, so that was what I was going to say. It's yeah. like, was I went from being isolated. Yeah. Then to coming back, the world was open for like, I think it was like a year. Yeah. And then. Isolated for real. I was doing good at cutting hair. Everything was going good. But that's when the, after, when COVID, boom, COVID. Yeah. Hello, cocaine. Yeah, that's the fact. It was like, every yo, what the fuck am I doing? Do, yeah. Like, where the, yo, there's nothing to do. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. I'm stuck. I don't got nobody to talk to. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't fuck with many people. And then it's like, yo, where the fuck am I going to get my butt from right now? Like, yeah, everything went in the, <laughs> it was like, yo, all so, right, back to the dark place. Oh, the dark place has this drug that I can fucking fuck mm -hmm. with. And I was just like, yo, there's no money coming in. There's nothing. There's nothing. I ain't got shit. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, well, fuck it. Let's go back to this thing. And it's like, yo, those dark places is like some of the wildest, like, it's worse than drugs. I feel like I don't even want to know what. Yeah. Heroin or meth or nothing yeah. like that. I feel like <laughs> because if that's what cocaine feels like, yeah. like yo, it yo the and it the want there, like, like the want of it, like it'd be like oh fuck, I could use that energy right now. <laughs> but then it's like yo, but then it's like you get into these darker places. Mm -hmm. Like people don't understand like the drugs don't like mushrooms. Yes. 100% try yeah. them microdosing yeah, microdosing microdosing yes. or you microdose into a trip yeah. as in like you're going to go 0 0.35 0 0.35 yeah. through the day until you hit a peak where you're comfortable then right. you're or you take an ego fucking trip and you ego it out and yeah. you fucking eat the whole 3.5 or more and take that walk 
and, <laughs> and take that real <laughs> fucking walk That's and it. learn about yourself. Yeah. And and look at yourself in the mirror. Like look into really? the mirror. Yeah. That's and how you're gonna happens. see <laughs> the real you. The real, yeah. real, real, real. Okay, you. okay. Yeah, look, right? Look, so and that's another thing. So when I so when I got a divorce, so um my buddy was coming over and, and you never realize how dark you is until you're out of it. You like, damn, I used to just talk about my ex-wife bad. Like you just you and people will let you. And what I realized <laughs> is people will sit there and let you be dark just to be around you and have company. Cause they wanna they they going through their dark shit too, but they not telling you. So they just gonna listen to your shit. Like, man, I feel you, bro. Here have some more liquor. Have some more weed. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep poisoning ourselves. So my buddy was growing mushrooms at the time. He was like, yo, there's a study out that mushrooms cures PTSD. Mm-hmm. He was like, read it. And then if you want to try them, because I kept saying, I'll never try no mushrooms, none of that. Because I ain't did ecstasy. Like, I just ain't never explored there. You know, I'm, I don't sleep as it is normally. You know, I'm probably get three hours of sleep a day. So, um, he was like, try, try these mushrooms. We're going to microdose. You're going to take six a day for like a week. Just start off at one. Of, when you get up in the morning, take this. He had them dried out and he put them in the uh, capsules. Yep. So I'm taking them. And at first you just, you're, you're, you're happier. Just genuinely happier throughout the day. You're just like, man, this is crazy. But it, it keeps your bad memories out the front of your head. So all that shit that's hurting you, it's not in the front of your head no more. It's like it started pushing it to the back where you can think about the things that you want to do in life and not be thinking about all the shit that happened to you. Like what's making me not want to live. It's starting to make you want to live. You're like, man. So before you know, you're just happy. Like, man. Then the next day you happy. You're like, man, I ain't even worried about this. Man, this is crazy. Like, and I never took them to a trip. I just, Took him just to cure the PTSD because that was the shit that was hurting me. Like I could, mm-hmm. I don't want to be sitting here sad all the time. And now I can, you know, I love her. I, you know, and that's our thing. We gonna love him regardless. Yeah, you ripped my heart out, and the reason why I'm hurting is because I do love you. You know what I'm saying? And I says, man, we just don't be knowing how to, you know, keep them emotion like express ourselves. That's a fact at all. That's a fact. So I get to, I get to make people express themselves. I get to let people be the real, not the person that's posting all the shit on Facebook. Like, oh, look what I'm dressed as. Look at my kids. Like that's fake. Inside of there is the person that's really going through something, but you're trying to show the world, like, but you're not that person. So let's just all be real and then fix each other. And then we could go hang out and then the world is good. Yeah, yeah, man. But then, so what I did was um, shrooms and music. I just listened to music yeah. over, over. Like, just keep listening to it. That's how I got out of a dark place. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yo, pull me out some way, somehow. Yeah, that's a fact. 
Man, shout out to the mushrooms, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> shout out to the mushrooms. Yo, that shit say, yo, I feel like y'all should save me because if not, I feel, especially with all this bullshit going around with cocaine and shit, like, yeah. I was like, nah. You could have caught a bad batch. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and there's so many people that I'm seeing, like, because I'm in the EDM world. I love fucking dubstep. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. <laughs> DMV. <laughs> Shout out the Luna Lounge. Yo, that shit is fucking nice as hell. Uh, gotta give a shout out to them. Bringing an EDM, uh, DMB, techno <coughs> bar back to, you be going to Buffalo. You be going to the, uh, the Delaware Park shit on Mondays? Uh, no, I work most of Well, I was working on Mondays, but I'm about to be. Monday nights. Yeah, yeah. Hoyt Lake. Yep. They got all the EDM to be throwing fire. Yeah, all, a lot of my homies are uh, fire throwers and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm learning that my crowd, my, my what's it, your village, my, like, my tribe is different than what it, what I thought it was. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be around 10 weirdos yeah. than be around all these niggas that's trying to be niggas. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get away from that. Like, I'd yeah. rather be around somebody that's all day thinking about, yo, what can we do to get this art and get this off and, you know, I got a lot of, like, I, I want to do a lot for our community, man. Like, I mean, yo, shout out to you for, especially for that Jefferson uh, yeah, Memorial. Man. That shit, yeah. beautiful. And you're out here taking care of it, making sure that it's, it's uh, going to stay up and all yeah, that. Yeah, we got benches out there, man. Like, we worked, we worked our ass off, like, for, like, for free. Like, yeah. we tried to get help, you know. <coughs> nobody wanted <coughs> nobody wanted to donate it was no red tape it was no you know what we didn't know what it was going to become it was just this is what we want to do and it became something big you know yeah you know i was on espn and i was like you know what i'm saying nbc abc like i've been and it's all cause, and i was only supposed to just paint a buffalo up there that's all my part was supposed to be the dude called me and was like my man g he said no, I got you, bro. I see you going through it. And it's the same time I was like, cause all of this is all new to me. And he was like, I see you going through it. I might got an opportunity to get you out here and paint. It ain't going to be no money involved, but you know, we're going to do it for our community. So I'm like, while I was on the phone with him, he's like, man, what would, what would you put on the wall? I'm like, a crying buffalo. So while I was on the phone with him, I drew the sketch and sent it to him right on the phone. He's like, fire. This is it. We're going to have like 10 or 12 other artists come out here and everybody just put their work up there. And once you start telling people that they're not going to get paid, everybody start just, no, nah, I'm good, bro. No, nah, I'm busy. I'm bit oh, Okay. So now we got a project that's halfway started and nobody want to commit to it. So I'm like, man, give it to me. I'll do the whole thing. Let's just get it done. You know, I ain't relying on nobody else. And then we got the benches. Now we got some benches out there. We got the flower pots. We put the lights on the building. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a good thing. So we got the building across the street. So we're trying to get, you know, get that building situated. So them ARABs would give us, give us that building to do like a, a vent space, a lounge. Of, I want to do like painting sips for the kids, like for the community. You know what I'm saying? And bring them all out. Um, we already branding the logos out there. So we want to bring all the people that would never be together in the same room, in the same room. You know, you yeah, got yeah. dispensaries, you got 
music, you got uh, 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 cosmetology, fashion, you got it all. And they all going to be there, you know, especially when we get done the whole thing. I'm doing Rick James, man, but I don't even want to say that one. Look, wait till you see. Wait till you see what's about to happen over there. So uh, how many murals do you have up throughout Buffalo? Um, I, man, to me, I got a lot. But I guess these dispensaries, Buffalo, they shutting them down. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, all these sticker shops, I got a lot of those. I probably got like seven of those. Um, I did a leprechaun in Kelly's Corner, you know, which is like the staple of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so proud of you know, I was, cause I was stressing, you know, so I'll be over there every night, man, like hurting at the bar, poisoning myself, man. And the owner would be there closing up and I would be like, man, you should let me do some artwork in here. And he will always say, well, come back and talk to me in the morning. And most like, you know how we are. We like, we get drunk. We ain't, the morning is already over. It's four o'clock now. I'm like, you about to leave, you about to come back here at seven, eight o'clock. And it's four o'clock and you locking up now? He's like, yeah, I'm the owner. This is, who else is going to do it? So I was like, you know what? I am going to get up and I'm going to come talk to you and get my lazy ass up, you know? And I came and talked to him. He was like, man, I'll pay you right now. What do you want to do? He's like, I just want to make sure you're about your business. And so from there on out, I'm just like, yeah, see? So I'm not the artist where you got to reach out to me or I'm so far distant now i'm gonna go to your business i'm like man what man what can we do in here let let me do some work in here for you like let's figure it out you know i ain't got no art collective i don't got no grants i you know i don't i don't know that walk you know so if people know it look help me you know but because i'm only going to help our community so but (coughs) i just do it you know and so i got let me see kelly's I did a project in the mall, but the Boulevard Mall don't get no traction. So, dude, ended up closing that sneaker store in there. That joint was fire. Had like the New York City vibes, um, but didn't get a lot of traction there. He was selling shoes too high, you know. Yeah, yeah, killing those. Yeah, Yeezys is, you know, in the Boulevard Mall, you know, that's a hard walk. Yeah, yeah, that. That mall's been dying for a while. Yeah. It's like the McKinley, but the McKinley got the new skate park. You stay over there? I used to. Yeah, he's not here. <coughs> our other producer, Tom, lives on Northampton right there. Oh, yeah. My, so, un- my uncle lives on Southampton. I just was, I was just there last night, all night. Yeah, so like all of our people, like all them shops you're talking about. Like yeah. Exactly talking. They got a dispensary. I might put this out. They have a dispensary across from the fucking tops right there. Yeah. The little barber shop and shit. But that's a spot right there. It's gone. Oh, that's where we to, go. That's exactly where the meal's at. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I need to go drop some chocolate bars. You're trying to get the building. You got the building right there. He's, we, we, we putting it together now. Like, the dude's cool. I see him. You know, he let us put our paint and stuff in there. So everything that we trying to do, we just trying to get it. And the floors need to be done in there. They stole our art. I mean, they stole our paint. Yeah. They stole. As soon as the news aired it, <coughs> 84 Lumber, <coughs> we reached out to 84 Lumber to see if they would donate the benches and we were going to build them. 
So we were going to do an outside project with the community, build them and paint them out there over there. The news came out and told the public, like, hey, we got a stack of wood. This, like, it was very next day they were gone. Like, soon as she aired it, like, yeah, 84 Lumber donated it and it's sitting right here. And I felt like, damn, she just got us, uh, robbed. Like, she told him exactly where to come to. Like, it was just, like, we were still working on a mural. So the, the, the palace was just sitting there with all that wood. Somebody just came and stole it. Like, how? Like, man. So we was taking hit after hit. They stole the paint. One of the other artists, um, at the time, cause I was carrying the scaffold and the ladders in my truck. And so he was carrying, he had a, a cargo van. He had all the paint in his cargo van. He just took all of our paint and just drove around Buffalo doing other jobs with our, our with our paint. I was like, yo, he's dirty, dude. The only reason I know that, though, is because when this was going on, we had meant something to that neighborhood and that community yeah. that did that. So they were talking about that. Yeah. They were mad when your shit got stolen because that doing something that meant so much yeah. to the community. And I didn't know that it was going to be as big as it is now. Like, I G got so much uh, pull over in Cold Springs. Like, all them business. I want it all. Like, if y'all not going to use them businesses, let us, let us put somebody in there that is going to use it. You know, I need a space to do art in. That's what I want. Yeah. I would, I want to have my own. Like, so my thought with that building is I want to turn it into the first black gallery, dude. Like, that's what I want to do. I want it to be a black gallery, have art in there, have other people's art in there. You know, a place where the kids can come and create, like, and feel safe. Like, I could just, man, come on in, shut the door, and they can come, man, mess it up. You going through it today? Go over there and put some paint and some water balloons and throw it up against the wall. You know what I'm saying? And help them sell it. Now I can market it in my community. They can see the whole program and process and somebody going to love it. You know, that kid is going to start seeing that. Damn, I may not ever have to work for nobody again because I just watched Fred's do it. You know, I can go out here and make money at any age selling art. Like it's real. It's a community of people that follow you and they will buy it. Just put out a piece that's. Has a story to it. Yeah. You know? I love art. Yeah, man. I didn't, I buy art, you know? If I love it, I know a guy that has a, he has Dr. Seuss. Like, he has original Dr. Seuss art. So, for him to buy my art, like, I'm just, like, fascinated. Like, dude, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got Dr. Seuss and you bought three, four pieces from me. Like. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? So, now it's like, man, like. I want to do this too, so I would love to take his collection and put like he he said he may help me get the gallery, but I want it to be in the hood though. I want it to be in the, in our community, so people can come. Man, you could be eighty. Man, Miss Bertha, to the new art gallery yet? Nope. I got a piece I want to put in there though. Let's go put it in today. I got a. Uh, I showed it to this guy that works there. He was like, I think that this will do well, it. Just put it in. I want them to reach out to me. Like, I heard <laughs> we go today. Fucking just it's eight. It's eight foot. So oh damn! It, it you know it's gonna fit right in there. 
you know, it'd be beautiful if they put West Side Gun in there. You'd have a whole little collection. No, no, I mean, kids. like, like, no. Him? Like, a painting of him. Oh, yeah, that'd be dope. And I got one. I think, I think, yo, that would, because he is the fly guy. He is in a, yeah. the art of Buffalo. Definitely. Definitely. He inspired me 10 times over. All of them. Shout out to uh, Hulk Griselda, yeah. BSF, all of them. Drum work. All of them. Your, your story inspired me when I first read it. Like, I was like, yo, damn. Because I wasn't even expecting you. I didn't even have that in my questions or anything about, like, at all. Yeah. Like, because I was like, yo, should I ask it? Nah. I mean, talks about it, but nah. <laughs> and then you brought it up, and I'm like, yo, fuck it. That's wrong with it. Yeah, you got to, man. You got to let the world know that we all the same, man. So my last question before we end this, mm -hmm. uh, how do you see the art world evolving in the next few years and how do you plan to adapt to those changes? Um, I'm starting to work a little bit with digital art and I'm starting to see that digital, the digital era is a free, it's because I used to be like, I used to hate it. Like, oh, you're a digital artist. That's not real. But it is real because we're turning into a digital era. Like everything is, you know, NFTs. Everything is a token, basically. Like, so man, I'm I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to taking art everywhere, just like West did. Like, I want to do clothes. I want somebody that is man. Like, I want somebody that wants to do clothes and sell T-shirts and all that. And they just, they love it. And I'm going to give them my whole catalog. You know what I'm saying? Like, go in there, flip the images, and let's do it. And then we can <laughs> donate to, we could donate to every project. We would take 30, 40% and we'll donate to whoever, whatever project in the community needs it. You know? Yeah. I got, cause it's just sitting there and it can help someone else get on that want to do, do art. So now I'm starting to see like, I need like a team. I need like a team that wanna, you know, that wanna work hard and get it out, get it out there. Cause that's what, that's what it's about. Like it can't be, it's not gonna stop. So I'm not stopping. I'm gonna be the greatest artist of this generation. Cause I'm gonna do it all. I'm doing portraits. I'm gonna do obituaries. I'm painting cars. Hopefully I'm not about to paint a basketball court. Like I'm taking all work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm going to do it and show this world that if you love it, you got to do it. You got to ride the lows. You got to help the little person, you know, and you got to think for the person that ain't thinking all the time, all the time. Like we all in a place where sometimes you're just not thinking at that point, but you got to think for them. You, you got to help them. So, and the artist going to do it. And it's the connector to change it, you know. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> Yo, I couldn't find the eye straight the whole time, but I found it now. Somebody's high. <laughs> she Yo, Fez, I appreciate you coming through. Yeah, no it's doubt. been a fucking amazing episode. Um, yeah. I love the stories that we shared. We got high as fuck. Yeah. Um, do gotta wrap it up. I'm sad because this episode was dope as fuck. Yeah, we we want to keep therapy, talking, man. so we're gonna have to get a part two. Um, I appreciate you. Oh
Your yeah. art is fucking beautiful. Keep fucking killing it. Definitely gonna have to get a piece done. I got you, brother. I'm gonna need that. Yeah, we got a spaced look. out podcast logo like you did that uh, Mac Miller one. Oh, with the uh, with the palette knife. Yeah, and that's the Rick and Morty bubble too. <laughs> so that's literally turned to the side my, and angled. My old uh, business <laughs> is uh, Space Cadets, and that my edible. Why do so, I? Space Cadet Edibles. Yeah, I did see that before. Yeah, so okay, it's the alien. Now he's coming out the portal <laughs> into the podcast world. So shout out the- Eric Nelson. Uh, that's my graphic designer. Yeah, go ahead. He drippy out art. He killed that shit. Yeah, he did the LED on there, or you said nah, nah. That's uh the LED is done by JW Innovations. Okay. Uh, the logo itself was done by uh E Drippy Art. Yes. That's my uh, graphic designer. JW Innovations makes the uh, neon lights. They're fucking yeah. dope. That's ill. I like I like all art. So like I even got the rug tufted from someone in Buffalo. Um, shout out Shag Shop Buffalo. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, she tufted that rug for me. Yeah, I know her. I I love her. Shout out to uh yeah definitely. Like I got you know. My man Calvin Aaron right Glass. there. Nah, Calvin right here. Oh yeah, the, the comic books. Yeah, yeah that's comic tough. books. That's toast to start killing it. Yeah. Uh, stick figure, but he on the on the. Uh, Shout out to stick figure. Yeah, killing it and making it yeah. and making like people like come together too. Yeah, the more people I like, oh my god, like posting about him. I made him paint on my shirt. I had a uh, the Beatles shirt, the Abbey Road joint. Yeah. Yeah, so I had him. I'm like, yo, put him in there walking down the road with him, bro. This is over. Yo, that's yeah. fire. I was like, crazy. I said, yo, this is the shirt, bro. Look, people don't understand. Like, you are the guy, man. He be telling me about my art. I'm like, dude, no, you're the guy, dude. You're everywhere. Because I be wanting to tag, bro. I be wanting to. But I just stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, no. Nah, you got to. You're an artist. Yeah. There's no lane. Well, I don't want to go into someone else's lane. No, no, no. But you just, you know, you're just doing something. Yo. Because graffiti, I want to learn it, you know. Come on. I'm, Yo, David Cho. David Cho. Oh, I think I met him at uh, David Cho. Galaxy Glass. He nah, do graffiti? No, no, no. David Cho is like, bro, like, uh, thumbs up America and Viceland. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He um, yeah, yeah, yeah. is a huge artist. He did all the graffiti for Star Wars and the Mandalorian. What? Yeah, and the TV show for the Mandalorian. All in the background was David Cho. David Cho. Uh, okay. The okay. Facebook, the first Facebook fucking um, the headquarters. Logo? Yeah. No, no, he painted inside the headquarters, graffiti wow. and shit. Yo, my man got a fucking percent uh, stocks in Facebook. Because of that. That's and how he worked the deal out. That's how he got the deal. He got that's the stocks. That's how he worked the deal out. And Ooh. now he's rich as fuck. That's what I used to do with dispensaries. Like, hey, you know, we can help each other. Just, you know, give me some weed when I need it. You know, that's. Now they all shut down. I'm, all, I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know? No weed for me. Yeah, want. man. I did this, man. Nah, but it's cool. All right. Yo, so where can they find you at? Uh, Instagram, Fred's the Artist. Uh, F R E D Z D A artist. I had a child make it. 
Um, John Frederick Daniels. I just use my regular name because I ain't hiding from nobody uh, on Facebook and uh, TikTok.